Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Why would there be fire in a bathtub? <laughs> so I can understand making it out of this poly material, because yeah. water goes in a bathtub. Yeah. Foomp! <laughs> Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show, Rock School Radio Network, broadcasting from the campus, Southeastern Louisiana University. There you go. We've made the general manager happy. My <laughs> name is Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. Monique, do you know what a concept album is? Mm, is it like an album that tells a story as it goes along? Yeah. All the songs are sort of related. Okay. Right. Can you give me an example of one? Uh, Tommy by the Who? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. It's a rock opera. Right. Which means you could also jump to like Quadrophenia, mm-hmm. which is another rock opera. So fantastic. You got the general idea. Okay. This topic, well, we're talking about concept albums. Mm-hmm. The topic today came from a fight I had with one of my neighbors. <laughs> he likes to talk music trivia with me because uh-huh. knows, uh, he knows I do this show. And he said to me, you know the Beatles, Sgt. Pepper? I said, yeah, I know the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's the first concept album. And I said, no, it's it's not. And he said, well, yeah, yeah, it is. I said, no, it's not. And to be honest with you, it's not even a very good concept album, if mm-hmm. it's a concept album at all. And I guess it is. Okay. He said, yeah, it's the best concept album ever. I said, no, it's not. It's not even a very good concept album. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Right. Back and forth, back and forth. Here's why I don't think it's all that great. A concept album, in my opinion, should have all the songs interrelated somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, let's think about Sgt. Pepper's. Here's the basic concept. The Beatles are a, a different band. They're Sgt. Pepper. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shields. Mm-hmm. Right? And Ringo Starr is Billy Shields. Right. right? What would you do if I sang out of tune? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Once that's over... Do the other songs relate, or am I watching a concert by Sgt. Pepper? Uh, is that, that what it sense. is? Yeah. Am I, is it a Shakespeare play within a play type thing? Oh, that does make sense. So I'm watching a concert. So the songs mm-hmm. don't, don't have to be interrelated. They're just a concert by Sgt. Pepper, which makes sense because at the end they do a reprise uh-huh. or a reprise, however you wish to say it, <laughs> of Sgt. Pepper. Okay. And the crowd goes away. <sighs> Right? Right. So the concert's over. So what's then the song after that, A Day in the Life? Is that an encore? <laughs> is that Does that go on? And, and then at the end of the encore song, uh-huh. when they hit the big note at the end, bong, uh-huh. that just sort of goes out forever. Where's the audience? Did the audience <laughs> go away? You are the audience. Okay. I didn't think that deeply about <laughs> it, but... Yeah, see, I don't think it's that – I get the concept. Right. I just don't think it's that great because the songs aren't all interrelated. The album is phenomenal, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But as to a concept album, nah. meh. Now, somebody out there is going to disagree with me completely, and right now they're giving the finger to the radio <laughs> and, and all of that. I get it. Uh-huh. I think there are better concept albums, and I don't think that this is the first one. Mm-hmm. I have this famous line, well – 
don't tell me I'm wrong if you can't tell me what the right answer is. I feel like when it comes to the Beatles, you know, I'm just going to agree with whatever you say. Oh, me? Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so on today's album, I'm, or today's show, I'm going to try to tell you what was the first concept album. I'm going to try to play a whole bunch from concept albums, and we'll see if we can't work out and come to a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Joe's Garage, Frank Zappa. It's all about... Rock music is damned and all kinds of things are happening. All the songs are interrelated. The central scrutinizer shows up between songs and tells the story. Here is Joe's Garage. It's a phenomenal concept album, but you have to like Frank Zappa. When I put on Frank Zappa, my wife runs out of the room. So there you go. Here's Frank on Rock School. It wasn't very large. There was just enough room to cram the drums in the corner over by the Dodge. It was a 54 with a mashed up door and a cheesy little lamp. It's Frank Zappa, Joe's Garage, here on Rock School. Used to love that song because it had my name in it. Yeah, I'm with your wife. Isn't that, oh, you don't like Frank Zappa? No, we've had this conversation. Maybe you just don't understand Frank Zappa. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe. Okay, concept album. We already gave the general idea. It's an album that tells a story. Or maybe it isn't. Okay. From The Independent. Now, this is one of the major newspapers in the UK. Mm-hmm. They also categorize a concept album as an album that simply has all of the songs in the same vein. Okay. I.e., I'm going to write nothing but songs about cocktail parties. Okay. I'm going to write nothing but songs about the working man. Uh-huh. Which would mean that every Bruce Springsteen album is a exactly. concept album. For example, for example, <laughs> this is what they offer. Uh, Let me give you one. Woody Guthrie's Dust Bowl Ballads, 1940. Mm -hmm. They say is the first concept album because it it consists exclusively of semi-autobiographical songs about the hardship of America and the immigrants and laborers during the 1930s. Do you consider that (laughs) a concept album? I don't think so. All the songs deal with one topic. Merle Travis's Folk Songs of the Hills, 1947, Mm -hmm. they say all the songs exclusively deal with working on the railroads or coal mines. Thus, Uh, is that a concept album? According to The Independent, they say it is. mm -hmm. Frank Sinatra recorded an album called In the Wee Small Hours. All the songs are about loneliness and heartache, i.e. you're all by yourself at 2 o'clock in the morning, the bottle's half empty, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Come fly with me. You probably know the song. Come fly with me. Come fly. Let's fly away. Mm -hmm. Whole song's about travel by airplane. Right. Is that a concept album? Johnny Cash did an entire album just about death and morality called Songs of Our Soil. Huh? Blood, Sweat, and Tears, 1963, did an entire album about blue-collar workers. Duh? I feel like there's a whole thing with genres in there as well. I know. Country music, I mean... 1966, Pet Sounds. Many people say, well, there you go, there's the first concept album, because mm-hmm. all of the songs were about Brian Wilson's mindset. Duh? Really? No, that's too far. I don't know. Mm-mm. Maybe we'll get there. But we're not to the first one I believe is a concept album yet. 
mm-hmm. let's play one from one of those. According okay. to The Independent, they say the first concept album is Woody Guthrie's Dust Bowl Ballads from 1940. Okay. Let's hear one. It's Woody Guthrie talking Dust Bowl Blues right here on Rock School. Back in 1927, I had a little farm and I called that heaven. Well, the price is up and the rain come down and I hauled my crops all into town. I got the money, bought clothes and groceries, fed the kids and raised the family. Some of these here politicians could have seen through it. Woody Guthrie talking Dust Bowl blues from his Dust Bowl ballads in 1940. I don't, I don't buy it. No. I don't buy it. If all I, the songs are in the same genre, I don't consider that a concept album. Agreed. All you've done is you've written songs in the same is genre uh, topic area. Is that more the correct way of putting Probably. it? Okay. Pet Sounds, again, I don't think that's a concept album either. No. Again, because... same topic area, mm-hmm. but not a story anything like that freak out by zappa again not one of your favorites right his first double album it's all a long commentary on america mm-hmm. is that a concept album well if you're gonna say it's a commentary frank zappa's world exists on commentary that would mm-hmm. mean every single album he ever put out is a concept, concept album, album. <laughs> I, i'm not buying it 67 we get to sergeant pepper is that a concept album? Well, you might be able to fight with me that, okay, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. Okay, maybe there's your first one. However, I'm not going to go with that one. Again, mm-hmm. like I said, if you're going to tell me I'm wrong, tell me what's right. Right. Here's the one I would argue is the first concept album. Okay. The Moody Blues, Days of Future Past. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are two songs off it that you know, Nights in White Satin yes. and Forever Tuesday Afternoon or just Tuesday Afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do I think it's a concept album? Because what it does is tells the story of a man's typical working day. Okay. It follows a person through their life. Yeah, that it makes sense. It discusses through it. It All the music from the beginning of side A mm-hmm. to the end of side B runs them through it. Mm-hmm. Runs them the whole way through it. That's the one I think might very well be it. You, I'm going to talk about the Who Sell Out as well. Okay. But I think you could probably talk to me about Days of Future Past. That would be the one that if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. that would be it. So I didn't have this answer on my tongue when I was arguing with this guy, but that's the one I would think would be it. Now, the audience is going to go, boo, no, it's the Beatles, because if if it's the Beatles, of course it's the Beatles. Exactly. Beatles do everything. Hmm. Joe thinks Moody Blues, Days of Future Past, (laughs) and because of it, here's Tuesday afternoon on Rock School. All right, coming into the first break. If you don't agree with me Mm -hmm. that it's the Moody Blues Days of Future Past, 
Here's a couple more from 1967 okay. that you, at least one more from 1967 that you probably would go, oh, mm-hmm. okay, maybe. The Who Sell Out. Okay. Now, what most people know from The Who Sell Out is I Can See for Miles. Mm-hmm. The thing is, everybody looks at Tommy and goes, wow, what a masterpiece. Right. And it is. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But The Who Sell Out is so blatantly a concept album Here's the concept of it. The songs are themselves generally unrelated. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It is an album that is supposedly a broadcast by a pirate radio station, Radio London. Ah. To the point where the band recorded jingles, fake commercials, and all of that. That's to the point neat. To the point where the commercials are so good, uh-huh. they got sued. Really? Yes. A deodorant company named Odorano. I thought it was a joke. (laughs) It said it took offense that Chris Stamp made a request for endorsement dollars. I don't know who Chris Stamp is. I assume it's somebody that was involved in the commercial. But he got, yeah, they got sued. That's funny. To listen to the album bit by bit, it's just an album. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to it front to back, it's a radio broadcast. That's pretty cool. It's really clever. Yeah. It really, really is. And of course, Tommy comes out a little later on. Right. Some people also argue for uh, the Kinks. The Kinks had an album called The Kinks Are the Village Green Preservation Society. And they're like, oh, that's a uh, an album that's mm-hmm. blatantly a concept album. Again, I don't buy it yeah. because if you look at the album and simply read a little bit about it, mm-hmm. it was put together by songs that were recorded like over the last two years. Okay. So it wasn't built as an entity. So mm-hmm. and I know what someone's going to say to me. Well, why do the songs all have to be written together? Maybe they put it together as a concept. Maybe. But the next album after it uh-huh. was called Arthur or the Decline and Fall of the British Empire, which was a soundtrack to a TV play that never ret- materialized. That is so much more a concept album from the Kings. That's obvious. So let's take a break. I want to play from the Who Sells Out. I'm going to play I Can See for Miles. That was the hit. Right. But before it, I want to play Coke After Coke, Mm -hmm. which is the fake Coca-Cola commercial. (laughs) Can we do that on a nonprofit radio station? I don't know. Let's just do it and see what happens. Oh, boy. You're going to take a break. KSCL Shreveport, thanks for running the radio station. Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Thanks, guys. Get us on Facebook. Please. Oh, please. Please. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, what's your official position at this radio station? Underwriting and development representative. So you do with the commercials. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things I want to play from the Who Sell Out <laughs> is a fake commercial called Coke After Coke. Right. We don't know whether we can legally play this. No, on, I've never had that experience. On the radio. The thing is, all it says is Coke After Coke. And how many times have I just said Coke After Coke? Right. Right. So... It's a song. It's listed as a song on mm-hmm. the Who's album, the Who Sell Out. Right. So we're going to play it as a song. Yeah. Okay. So it's not of commercial length. 
since we're a nonprofit radio station, we're not allowed to play commercials. There are no... All it says is Coke after Coke. No calls to action. So there are no calls to action. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like that. So technically, we are within the bounds of underwriting rules. Correct. We're not hitting the three major Right. And we should be fine. Yep. Okay. We're going to run it past the general manager. So if when you hear this, all of a sudden you hear nothing but an EBS test. (laughs) (laughs) You'll know what happened. You'll know what happened. But I think you're going (laughs) to hear it with no trouble. So we'll do a fake commercial from The Who right into The Who's I Can See for Miles. Sounds like this on Rockswell. And again, this is the bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are. My Gregoire. Before we get into Jethro Tull's Thick as a Brick, which defines concept album. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I'll tell you why. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds, June 8th, all the way through June 14th. Those are the rock and roll dates. Let's find out what happened on Monday. Go. June 8th, 1970, Deep Purple had their van and equipment impounded by the East German police while on a European tour after mistakenly driving too close to the border. Oh, yeah. Oh, ooh, yeah. That'll make you nervous. June 9th, 1994, after an argument, TLC singer Left Eye Lopez set fire to her boyfriend's Atlanta mansion, burned it to the ground, $2 million up in smoke. Didn't she gentlemen. technically just set the shoes on fire, though? But then she threw them into a bathtub, mm-hmm. and the bathtub... Well, they could go out. Well, yeah, no, the bathtub was made of this poly material, <laughs> which, and you think to yourself, why would there be fire in a bathtub? <laughs> so I can understand making it out of this poly material, because yeah. water goes in a bathtub. Yeah. Foomp! <laughs> All right, June 10th, 1977, Joe Strummer and Nikki Heaton from The Clash were each fined $8.50 by a London court for spray painting The Clash on a wall. Oh. Probably worth it. How very punk. June 11th, 1949, Hank Williams made his debut at the Grand Old Opry in Nashville and received an unprecedented total of six encores. June 12, 2003, Van Morrison, Queen, Little Richard, and Phil Collins were inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in a New York City ceremony. June 13, 1995, all women got very, very angry because Atlantis Morissette released her studio album, Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> and June 14, 1986, three fans died during an Ozzy Osbourne gig at the Long Beach Arena after falling from a balcony. And that wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. Okay. I said that Thick as a Brick defines concept album. Right. Here's why. Okay. The album previous to it was called Aqualung. My guess yeah, is I know you that know one. it very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Critics called Aqualung a concept album. Okay. Which Ian Anderson said, no, it uh-huh. is not. You critics don't know what you're talking about. You have no concept what you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. And he you know, fought back with right. them. So what he decided to do was create a spoof concept album for his next one to basically say you want a concept album kids here's a concept album so what he did was created thick as a brick in one giant 43 minute epic which they just cut in half put half of it on one side and half of it on the other side really 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 
I, I owned it for a while. Now I uh-huh. just have his greatest hits. And we're going to play Thick as a Brick out of it. Okay. The technical name for the, the single uh-huh. is Thick as a Brick, Edit One, because <laughs> it's an epic. It just keeps going. That's so, crazy. Here's the concept. Eight-year-old Gerald Little Milton Bostock writes an epic poem and puts it in a fiction contest. Okay. The story, Triumph, and subsequent disqualification are detailed in all the liner notes. The album itself is a newspaper. Mm-hmm. It's a fictional newspaper, and there are stories, newspaper stories, right. in the album, on the liner notes, in the sleeve, and you can read the whole story of Gerald Bostock ah, and, and the whole thing, and then the music tells the story. That's fun. Of him. So what he did was he created this ridiculously progressive album that's in these weird time signatures and odd keys. He Mm -hmm. went progressive crazy (laughs) as a giant middle finger to all of the critics who had no idea what his music was. And had hits. That's cool. Good for him. As thick as a brick. Jethro Tull on Rock School. Really don't mind if you sit this one out. My words but a whisper, deafness ain't shout. And you shake your head, you said it's a shame. Spin me back down the years and the days of my youth Draw the lace and black curtains and shut out the whole truth Spin me down the long ages, let them sing the song You know, not every single solitary concept album works Oh, I believe that. Sticks. Yes. Sticks has two concept albums that I know of. Paradise Theater, Mm -hmm. that had the hit off of Too Much Time on My Hands. Right. Yeah. Was all about a Chicago, a fictional Chicago theater that was very successful in the 1940s and then just died. Oh. You know, okay, cute story. Yeah. Then you probably know the next one. Kilroy was here. Oh, yes. Uh, Domo Origato, Mr. Roboto. Mm -hmm. Now, it went platinum. Uh-huh. If they had just said, okay, there's the album, wasn't that cute, wasn't that funny? But right. that's not what they did. They took the album and they performed it on stage uh-huh. like a play. Ah, like, really? Like people dressed up in Japanese costumes and such. And the members of the band uh-huh. like performing lines and such. Oh. Yeah. That's bad. Is it on YouTube? Bad. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Pink Floyd, you like Pink Floyd? I do. I love Pink Floyd. I think Pink Floyd's, is there an album that isn't a concept album? Maybe Omagoma. <laughs> Maybe Omagoma. But Animals, it's it's another Child of Waters concept. Mm-hmm. It says here it's loosely based on George Orwell's Animal Farm. Uh, Wish You Were Here. All the songs deal with uh, the band's feelings towards Sid Barrett. Uh, the Wall. Okay. If you can't pick out the story oh, yeah. in the wall, obviously it's pink. Obviously, right. everything that happened bad to him in his childhood, mm-hmm. tremendous success, the fall, mm-hmm. and then the trial in his own head, and Dark Side of the Moon. Some people miss that Dark Side of the Moon is a concept album. Do you know what the concept is? No. It says, I'll read it to you. Every track is based on one of the stresses and emotion of human life, including time, 
money, war, death, insanity. It's the only concept album in history to sell more than 40 million copies worldwide. You know, it says that, but I'll make you a bet the wall has sold more than that. It's also as popular today as it ever was. I'll bet make you, you bet the wall has sold more. I bet you they sold more T-shirts, though. That little prism oh, yeah. with the light and the mm-hmm. uh, rainbow coming out the other side. Roy G. Biv, love it. Here you go. From Pink Floyd, speak to me and breathe on Rock School. into the break let me just tell you some more concept albums we yeah. won't play anything by this rush 2112 okay yeah now this is kind of weird because it you know the dystopian story set in 2112 and all that okay however it's only the first side that is the concept hmm. the songs on the second side of the album are songs why would they do that i don't know which is why <laughs> again you have to question is it a concept album okay okay uh, Operation Mind Crime by Queen's Reich. That's another one. Okay. It, it's all about, it's kind of a rock opera once again. It's about this recovering drug addict who becomes disillusioned with a corrupt society and, and such. And it, it, you know, it's nice. I've listened to it one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a huge Queen's Reich fan. That's, I am, that's I'm the thing. I'm not either. Genesis, The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. I have worn this oh, album out. Uh, Phil Collins says the entire concept is about split personality. It's this guy named Rael who mm-hmm. is, he's he's sort of a, he says he's looking for a guy named John, but John may very well not be a real person. John may be part of him. Oh, okay. Back and forth. It's, it's very Peter Gabriel, you know, uh, yeah. looking for stuff. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son by Iron Maiden. Yeah, what? Never li- listen to them. Oh, you don't care for that? Not so much. Alan Parsons Project, I Robots. It's a rock album that okay. draws conceptually on Isaac Asimov's science fiction robot trilogy. So there. My Chemical Romance, The Black Parade. Again, another rock opera. Okay. Centering on a dying character known as The Patient. Mm-hmm. The album tells a story of an apparent death, experience in the afterlife, and reflections on the life that he lived. Give you just a couple more here. The Flaming Lips. God, I love The Flaming Lips. Uh, Yoshimi battles the pink robots. There's this woman. Her name is Yoshimi, and she battles robots, which are pink <laughs> and evil. So, <laughs> so there you go. Amy Mann. I don't know much about Amy Mann. You know, she's the Till Tuesday person. Hush, hush. Take it down now. Voices no. carry. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know that? Yes. The Forgotten Arm. It's about two lovers who run off together, very happy at first, okay. sort of an elope type thing, mm-hmm. uh, but it turns into a terrible, terrible, unhappy ending. Because reality happens? Yeah, because reality <laughs> gets in the way. Uh, and one that I have tried and tried and tried to like, but uh-huh. can't, Roger Waters' Radio Chaos. Hmm. It's one of those that I really think I should like, and I've listened to it 
I don't know how many times. I, I can't I can't get into the darn Doesn't thing. Work for you. KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. You listen. Thank you so much. KCMJ, Colorado Springs. That's true. And again, I'll be in Colorado Springs. I'm going to try like crazy to get oh, to that nice. radio station and bang on the door. You totally should. Let me in. Mm-hmm. I provide content for you. <laughs> Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, I know for a fact there are many, many, many more concept albums. Oh, yeah. Because what I did is I went in and I simply pitched best concept albums. And mm-hmm. I found lists, you know, top 100 concept albums. I got an hour. Gotcha. That's all I got. Yeah. I just have to list those that I think are the best. Let me introduce you to the drive-by truckers, if you don't know them. I do, do you not, not know the drive-by no. truckers? Think Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Oh, okay. Think Fame Studios, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the drive-by truckers, here's a quick way to introduce yourself to them and an album that you will go, oh, wow, that's fantastic. Okay. It's called the Southern Rock Opera. It's from 2001. It's one of my favorites. A friend of mine turned me on to this band about four years ago. Okay. Really got into them. It's, it's just simply the story of the rise and fall of a Southern rock band. It's just that. I bet you my husband knows it. I'll bet he does too. This is from that album. It's called Guitar Man Upstairs. Dig this one on Rock School. Think I'm gonna call the police. Here's something upstairs. Not no good. Well, there ain't nothing good going on up there. Probably ten or more of them sitting all around. No damn place to stay. I'm just a evil old man. You look smart. Okay, final break here on Rock School. Play a couple songs and get out. I told you what I thought was the very first one. Mm-hmm. Days of Future Past, Moody Blues. Right. Agree with me, disagree with me, fine. That's the way the show is put together. <laughs> if, if you if you agree, I'm the smartest guy in the world. If you disagree with me, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an American idiot, which, by the way, is by Green Day. Mm-hmm. It is so good a concept album, it became a Broadway play. Really? I yes. didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's on Broadway and... If you know about Jesus of Suburbia, then you know mm-hmm. about the album. So, Green Day, listen to American Idiot. There's yet another one. Some more you might be interested in Arcade Fire, The Suburbs, uh, Radiohead, OK Computer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about the uh, damning incident on the loss of individuality in modern society. Wow. Nine Inch Nails, The Downward Spiral. Uh, It chronicles a person's slow, painful descent into madness. It's an amazing album. Oh, it is. Oh, I agree. Marilyn Manson, Antichrist Superstar, chronicles the evolution of a vulnerable, downtrodden boy who is transformed into the all-powerful disintegrator by way of a dauntless, hate-driven regime of resentment and revenge. That was hard to read. (laughs) So Rick Wakeman, Journey to the Center of the Earth, obviously the musical retelling of uh, the novel by mm-hmm. Jules Verne. I went in through a, a real 
Rick Waitman phase okay. for a while. My roommate in college was into him, uh-huh. and I just started listening to every Rick Waitman album I could get. I just became a keyboard freak for a while. And the one we're going to finish up on, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Uh. This was not only a concept album, it became sort of a performance thing for right. David Bowie. Topped the charts in 1972, had a couple, uh, couple big, big hits off of it. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to finish up with Ziggy Stardust. Here's the basic concept of it. The world has five years until it's over. Mm-hmm. And an alien arrives, this alien, Ziggy Stardust, right. arrives and he is attempting to present humanity with a message of hope in our last five years of existence. Mm-hmm. And during the concerts, he, uh, David oh, yeah. Bowie, would become Ziggy Stardust. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and the spiders from Mars. And they would perform music. So there you go. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Eh. Are there better? Are there worse concept albums? Mm-hmm. Sure. Could I list them all? No. But there's the discussion. I'm Joe Burns. Morning, Greg Wong. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Jamming good with weird and gilly And the spiders from Mars He played it left hand But made it too far Became the special man Then we were Ziggy's band Ziggy really sang Screwed up eyes and screwed down hairdo Like some cat from Japan He could lick them by